Well, welcome back to another edition of the Bowlers Extra podcast uh, on this Friday, the day before Purdue plays Florida Atlantic uh, at Ross Aid Stadium uh, on homecoming, the 100th homecoming. And um, probably you are aware by now that uh, Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback for Purdue, is a game time decision uh, after he had suffered uh, an injury uh, against Syracuse. Now, I was told the injury came early. Uh, in the game, but obviously he was able to finish the game, and he, uh, I think it was 39 of 55, he put up good numbers, uh, threw uh, three touchdowns, two to Payne Durham, one to Charlie Jones, so it was uh, surprising to hear earlier in the week that he had he had um, sustained an injury in that game because he was pretty effective, uh, but again, I, I don't Based on uh, information I found out, uh, he he was uh, injured earlier in the game. There was speculation and people trying to figure out when he got injured. When he got he got sandwiched on the pick six, which would be uh, a natural thing to think. But you know, again, it, it could have happened that time. Could have happened earlier. It doesn't matter when it happened, but uh, he is a game-time decision for for Saturday against Florida Atlantic. Uh, He did not practice Tuesday, I know, and he did not practice Wednesday. Unlikely that he practiced Thursday. Uh, Now, it's possible uh, that he goes through warm-ups on Saturday or test it at some point Saturday because it's a night game to see if it's if it's possible that he could go I think today on Friday uh, there was some some talk that uh, he had uh, tested it again to see if it would be a problem and I you know and, and that's where it goes to a game time decision now all of this could be just a tremendous smoke screen and they don't plan on playing it which is kind of where I would come down on the situation I, it, it's a non-conference game. Uh, you've got you got bigger games coming up, including next week. You don't want to run the risk of losing O'Connell for more than one game for an extended period of time. Uh, you've already suffered a key injury to Jalen Graham, who's been out, and that was an impactful injury last week because if he's on the field, I think Purdue wins that game. So you're going to get him back in a week or two. Uh, you don't want to lose O'Connell for a long period here. Um, so, you know, the best, when you look at things, the best case scenario in my mind is to for him not to play unless his his injury is healed to the point of where he's not at risk of uh, suffering further injury. Now, there'll be speculation of what the injury is. I'm not going to get in the in that realm because um, you're talking about football, you're talking about you know people targeting guys with injuries so it's just best that um, that you know that he, he suffered an injury and that um, it needs to get healed up and uh, we'll see if that is in time for Saturday but you know why would you risk it? Why would you risk you know putting him out there um and suffering, you know, more longer term effects. I just don't think that would be wise. You know, the question, you know, Austin Burton uh, would would be your starter if uh, if O'Connell can't go. The other question is, uh, 
would would Jeff Brom rotate quarterbacks? Would Michael Alamo uh, get some snaps in 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 a tight game situation? Um, so you do have some other options there. Uh, you know, Burton doesn't have a lot of a lot of sample work uh, with Purdue other than mop up duty. Uh, he did he was involved in the the wacky three quarterback rotation when Purdue beat Iowa last year and. Uh, he's been in and out of games when Purdue's tried to generate um, uh, some more rushing yards because Burton is more of a runner. Um, it, that that's his strength. Um, but he's he's going to need to throw the ball to throw the ball efficiently to to Charlie Jones and, and Payne Durham, and you know keep keep the passing game uh, going. So you know he he presents a different challenges for defenses, uh, but he doesn't you know he just hasn't done it a lot. And, but this is why you have backups. This is why you, um, this is why you know you you recruit to this position and uh, try to have as many guys available as, as possible. So um, you know, earlier in the week, uh, you started looking at, you know, start looking at things, and you saw the point spread was, I think Purdue had opened as an eighteen point favorite, and it went up to as high as twenty and a half. But then I, I checked last night, and I checked again this morning. It was down to 17 and a half. So uh, something was in the works. Uh, word had started to leak out that um, you know O'Connell might may not play, uh, and then you know money started coming in on Florida Atlantic, and I think that raised uh, a lot of red flags <laughs> across the country. And then you know more people started asking questions as far as what. Um, as far as what the deal is, and you know, and that's an important element of this whole injury report thing, the gambling that is now legal and associated with college athletics. Um, you know, pro sports have an injury report; they want everything on the up and up. You know, schools are left to decide whether they want to hand, do an injury report or not. Some schools in the Big Ten do it; others don't. Purdue technically does not do an injury report. Uh, Jeff Brom is usually his own injury report, uh, but he, he had told us on Thursday that they'll have multiple game time decisions uh, for Saturday's game, and that's kind of the extent of what the injury report is this week. There's been other times where he's, you know, he said King Daru would be out last week, and there were some other guys that were out. Um, and that's the way Purdue elects to handle it, and you know that's kind of what you go with. But um, you 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 run into situations like this where your quarterback, you know, is is questionable whether you're going to play or not, uh, and then you have money involved, and you just gotta, you know, you you, you got to try to be above board as much as possible because of all that, because you don't want you know things coming back and. <laughs> haunting you uh, uh, in, in the end. But a significant development uh, heading into Saturday's game. A, a game Purdue should still win, regardless of, of O'Connell plays or not. Uh, you know, offensively, they, they have the, the weapons to, uh, to, to, to move the ball on the ground a little bit better. Uh, you know, you still have Charlie Jones, you still have Payne Durman, Durham, you know, and you've got some other uh, receivers there that that are capable of making plays, but this is probably going to come down um, to the defense and what it can do to, to slow down Florida Atlantic. You know they they play with tempo, 
Uh, they've got a couple good running backs. Their quarterback is a dual threat. Um, he's hit some big plays in the passing game. I think he's averaging a touchdown every 7.3 completions. He has 10 touchdowns on the year. So they've been able to get the ball in the end zone, you know, quite a bit. Um, you know, the question becomes, can can Purdue with Austin Burton, if they get in a shootout, can they keep up? Can they can they match them point for point if they have to? And I think that's why uh, this game kind of, uh, relies uh, on the defense uh, a little bit more because of uh, of those of those circumstances. So uh, the defense are going to have to come to play. The the, the secondary is going to have to play much better uh, than what it what it has, and um, and tackle better and avoid penalties. Uh, and you know they practice this week with oven mitts uh, back in the secondary to try to eliminate some of the grabbing that's been going on. Uh, so they're they're taking steps to try to fix that, but <clears throat> this is a game where they need to take a step forward. The defense needs to take a step forward. Uh, defense needs to, you know, you know, play better at the end of games. Uh, the whole team needs to play better at the end of games. Uh, they they just need a little bit of momentum uh, for themselves as they get back into Big Ten play next week at Minnesota, and uh, that's when really uh, Purdue season is is, is going to start. Uh, whether they can do anything through the next two months. And it's a difficult October schedule. Uh, we knew that before the year. Uh, the hope was that Purdue would have an opportunity maybe to be 3-1 and one, uh, going into October. Now the best they can do is 2-2. Two and two. Um, But Saturday's game is key in that regard because, um, you know, Purdue needs to – uh, to 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 feel good about itself as it as it gets back in the Big Ten play and you know hopefully O'Connell is back uh, for for the for the October first game at, at Minnesota I think that's the hope I think that would probably be the plan but you know we'll see it'd be great if they got Jalen Graham back for that that would probably be a week early but it would be welcome news uh, whatsoever anyway just wanted to put together a quick uh, update on uh, what's happening on this Friday. Uh, appreciate you stopping by, and we'll have a complete post-game report uh, in the wee hours of Sunday morning, uh, since it's a night game, uh, and uh, recap what went on and, and look ahead to, to what, what may happen at Minnesota. Again, thanks for stopping by, and have a good day.